0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Matinee, Matinee. Today we'll be discussing Escape from New York.
1: woo (laughs) Yeah. Okay, where do we start? So, this is like an 80s movie
0: starring um, one of the favorites of our show, uh, Kurt Russell, and he plays Snake, who's a former, like, Special Forces guy, who's turned into a criminal and he's in this dystopian world where um, New York city has become a prison and um, it's a Specifically whole colony
1: Manhattan,
0: Manhattan. Yeah. The
1: Island. Yeah.
0: I guess only one of the bureau- bureaus is a, is a prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like a, it's like a giant prison city and they kidnap the president and Kurt Russell is sent in to free the president and he only has 24 hours to do so. Yeah. And he's got an iPad on. Yep. So the, the big question <laughs> about this movie I have for Arissa is, um, how was like, was the Kurt Russell coverage satisfactory?
1: Yep. <clears throat> yeah. The most important part of this movie is Kurt Russell's body let's be honest here, Um, full-blown objectification of Kurt Russell's body. Um, I thought it was great. I mean, I think...
0: The movie or The Body?
1: The Body. I think at times, I was like, I don't know if I really like his hair, but the rest of it was great. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it rivals... His body in um Chinatown, big trouble in little Chinatown
0: in little china
1: in little China yeah, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of the uh the movie movie?
0: <laughs> it was okay um, Kurt Russell's character is very quiet,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I think because um, I was thinking of Big Trouble in Little China a lot as I was watching this, just because they're, you know, both John Carpenter, both um, Kurt Russell. Um, I think I was comparing it and thinking about which one I liked better and which one I thought did better things. And definitely in this film, I mean, right from the get go, it's established what's ne- what needs to happen and like what the major challenges are. And I mean, obviously things get thrown in later, but you kind of get a sense really quickly, like here's the world, here's what's going on. Um, and then it's like Kurt Russell trying to achieve that task. Whereas I feel like big trouble in little China was kind of more meandering and you're kind of like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, but yeah. But I kind of almost liked that better. It had more of, like, a fun tone, whereas this one was, like, constantly dark.
0: This was, like, a very much a cyberpunk movie, um, which yeah. I didn't realize going into it. It, it. It's very much in the tone of like Terminator or, um,
1: or Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. yeah. Which, when did, Blade Runner was 1985,
0: right? When did these movies come out?
1: Um, Escape from New York... Oh, okay. Escape from New York was 1981. Blade Runner, 1982.
0: This movie also actually reminded me a lot of Barbarella. Really? Um, Yeah.
1: Hmm. Terminator,
0: 1984. I guess this was proto cyberpunk. This
1: was, like, the first, yeah. Which, I mean... I, I think it's, like, a... I enjoyed it. I think that it had things for me that weren't... It didn't work as well as it could have, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, just really fresh, even though it's 1981. Like, honestly, they could... I'm surprised they haven't done a remake of this movie because it totally fits with all the rhetoric that we discussed today. I mean, at one point... Yeah, so... I had thought that the president's plane crashed in New York or in Manhattan on accident, but actually it's hijacked. And like the there's a woman who hijacks the plane and you find this out in the first few minutes. I'm not ruining anything. But the woman who hijacks the plane like gives this like, I don't know, soapbox speech as she's like crashing into also the World Trade Center. Oh uh, no. It's
0: a it's a Bernie it's definitely a Bernie Sanders type speech.
1: Yeah, and it's basically like, at one point, it's like we will not, you know, we oppose the racist police state, and I'm like, yo, people are talking about that right now, like, you know.
0: And it, I mean, this movie, it does it obviously the the people hijacking the plane are the villains, but it doesn't portray like the president. And, like, the establishment as being great people, either.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's I mean, not it, like those, what, Olympus Has Fallen movies, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's very, it feels very cyberpunky. y like,
1: yeah.
0: not a lot of heroes. Yeah, I agree. Like, the thing I took most issue with is it's kind of, like, always dark. Like, there's not a lot of characters that... Yeah. Are, it's hard to get attached to the characters.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And and the thing about always dark too, yeah. Like it's it takes place over the course of 24 hours, but like literally there's only like 15 minutes where it's light outside. That confused me because I understood that he's going in at night. So it's dark. And then when it's I guess bright they out, pass out, he passes out. He passes out, I guess, and that's all <laughs> during the daytime. But I just thought that was a little too weird like with my circadian rhythm of watching this film, I was just like, why was it only light for like 15 minutes? You know, I wanted to see, I mean, I was just really curious. And it's
0: ironic too, because it's New York. I get like the city that's always, always light out.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I feel like I wanted to see more of like, what is this world, you know, which I get it. They don't have enough time to cover everything, but I felt kind of dissatisfied not knowing, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I wanted, in this like revisionist history of Escape from New York, I wanted like the criminals to actually build a society that was better than what old New York was. I don't know. Obviously, that was not the case, but...
0: I mean, they're criminals.
1: Yeah, but, okay, I... Okay, have you seen the show The Stars series um, No, about pirates, Black Sails? No. Okay, so, like, pirates, obviously criminals, but they form a society that has rules and has order, and, yeah, they most of them kind of suck, but, like, it's maintained fairly well.
0: So all I'm saying is, like, you know, you pick a random collection of people, it's hard to get a, you know... A satisfactory society. And if you pick a random collection of people who are all criminals, I feel like it's even harder.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I get it. That's true. Okay.
0: But yeah. Um, Escape from New York. It's a... I guess it's an an iconic character for Kurt Russell.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. He went on to do Escape from L.A.? Yeah. Which is being remade, I think.
0: No escape from Chicago.
1: Wait, really?
0: No, no, I'm saying there is no escape from Chicago, which is funny. I guess, like, geographically (laughs) it doesn't make as much sense. Like, you can sequester off New York, and you can sequester off L.A., but how would you sequester off Chicago?
1: Okay, I'm going to give you the answer, and it is the story that I wrote about the um, zombies.
0: Escape from... Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying, like, okay, there's rivers on... There's the lake, and there's rivers on two sides, but not, like, a third side. I don't know. It'd be really hard to quarantine Chicago.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, in Divergent, they do, but whatever. Divergent's a crap. A series. Um, oh, it turns out they are make, remaking Escape from New York. Yeah, yeah. But when? I Where? mean,
0: it's funny, like, I guess one of the things that's funny is they're like, America's crime, uh, its incarceration rate shoots up. This is made <laughs> in the 80s, and like, what the, the whole incarceration rate shooting up was in the 90s? Yeah. And this movie takes place in 1997. <laughs>
1: I know. I mean, it. it's like, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like hugely... I think it's, like, actually prescient.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: In, like, a scary way. I mean, as I... the Yeah, the first, like, the title card is, like, in 1988, following a 100% increase in crime. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just watched... Um, a
0: documentary that had the same title slide. Yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty much. It was, like... <laughs> It was uh, the thirteenth from Ava DuVernay, and it was they had they have title slides like throughout the film that talk about like how much the increase in crime is between these different eras, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so it's real. I will say I really liked the ending, and I don't say anymore because it's funny and I don't want to give it away.
0: It's got uh, Isaac Hayes in it too.
1: Oh, played. is he the Duke?
0: Yeah, yeah. The black guy in the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh! That's so cool. I knew he looked familiar, but... Yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts about it? I mean, I don't know. We haven't really said much about it.
0: Um, I thought, like, the cinematography... Like, I guess I respect it a lot more, realizing that it came before... Um, Blade Runner and um, the other one, mm-hmm. and uh, Terminator. But yeah, it, it it nails cyberpunk without making a world that's like too futuristic and too alienating. Like, kind of worked. Um, there's some there's some cool scenes. Um, I, it, it kind of. Captures like the slummy vibe very well. I mean, I think the reason why people like the movie so much is kind of the whole world building aspects to of it, mm-hmm. um, and like the genre built. I guess like you know, the aesthetic building aspects. Yep. Like what happened to Snake's eye? Yeah. I don't know.
1: How would he get that cobra tattoo on his belly? And like why? Also, what happened, everybody, one of the, like, something commonly repeated in the film is, well, Snake was a war hero, and a bunch of people, when they meet him, they recognize him, and they're like, oh, I thought you were dead. And so, and that's never explained, like, why did they think he was dead? What happened at the end of his um, war career that turned him into a criminal? Which, that would have been interesting to know <laughs> more also, about. It's like
0: a kind of funny thing, where he's like, he's a criminal now. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you know, very much unrepentant criminal. They're gonna, you know, classic Suicide Squad-like thing was like, we'll let you, like, you know, you can go free if you cure, solve this problem for us. But
1: Yeah. This problem that'll probably kill you, but we have no other choice. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's some
0: of the set, some of the sets I thought were kind of surprisingly small. Like, like when what? they're riding across the at, near the end of the movie, they're trying to escape from New York and they're they're driving across this bridge. Yeah. I thought it would be like this huge thing, but it was kind of like a yeah, small little bridge.
1: Yeah, I just chalked that up to the fact that you know he's obviously not given that much money.
0: John Carpenter.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess... Oh, I guess he had done... What was the budget on this? It was $6 million, Six million. That's, that's really
0: small. That's impressive, that's too.
1: Really small. Yeah.
0: I guess it was probably more back then, but...
1: Yeah, but still For I the way this small. film
0: looks, yeah. It's, it's yeah.
1: Great. That's what I'm saying. I sh- really should watch more John Carpenter, because, I mean... He's obviously hugely influential. He has this, like, I don't know. There's He's an great, auteur. There's great
0: disillusionment in this film. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say that the biggest problem, though, is kind of like, yeah, like, it shot where I think, I think it was this film that had, like, a sequence in it where it's got the, like, you know, the, the invert, the face upward camera angle trick. Which is meant to be disorienting, which face know, well.
1: upward or the, camera, the, it's, angle. It's,
0: um, I think, it's this movie. There's like the sequence in it where like it's it zoom or no, sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Watch, okay. I watched very closely to watching this movie. Um,
1: yeah, because yeah, I don't like, remember that.
0: No, no, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, audience.
1: <laughs> I watch
0: okay. other movies and I can sometimes they, they confuse me. Yeah, I get like the. It was hard to connect to the characters. Very cool set design. Very cool costumes. Um. In, very interesting concept.
1: Yeah.
0: Executed interestingly. It's just I don't know. You kind of expect John Carpenter, Kirk Douglas or Kurt Russell combination, to result in like a more out there character but he's just very quiet Mm. doesn't really kind of like you know quiet badass but he doesn't do anything all that crazy or all that badass
1: no that's valid definitely I think yeah again if we're comparing to the Big Trouble in Little China like he had a clear you know eccentricity to him uh, Kurt Russell's character um, that's not really present here. He is kind of just like quiet, par for the course guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, for me, the scenes that were most interesting were when he's with Brain, who they explain is like an, they used to know each other and Brain screwed him over and brain now like works for the Duke. Cause I feel like that is the place where we started to see kind of more of his personality come out. Like there's one, Oh, it was really funny. He says like, he's trying to get to the president and he knows that the Duke has the president and he knows that brain can take him to the Duke, but brain doesn't want to do that. Cause it might get him in trouble. Um, and uh, Snake is, like, something like, well, I might as well have some fun and search for the president alone. And by have some fun, he means slaughter the brain, the brain's girlfriend, and the cab driver who took him to the brain. And I feel like that was, like, a... That was pretty telling.
0: Um, I mean, the cab driver's a pretty wacky character.
1: Yeah, the cab driver... It just helps
0: him out for seemingly no reason.
1: Yeah. Which... Leads me to believe that it's possible that if you got a society made of all people who committed heinous crimes, there's a possibility that somehow it can turn into a utopia. I don't know.
0: Maybe. My other favorite thing about this movie was on all the different cars, they had like ornate lamps <laughs> where there should be headlights. In addition to having headlights, I thought that was just really.
1: Yeah.
0: Very cyberpunk.
1: Yeah, that's like the the world-building thing. I mean, it works. I think one of the things I didn't like was how the president didn't look like a president. He looked like a bureaucrat, not someone that would actually ever be elected president. I know that that is...
0: Arisa has particular views about who looks presidential.
1: I just thought that, like, I was like, oh that's him? Like when they revealed him, I was like, that's the president? Presidents are usually taller. They have bigger faces, you know.
0: You're you're the you're why you know, you're the problem with our electoral system Marissa. I
1: didn't I didn't vote for Trump, man. I didn't.
0: You voted for uh Evan I voted for Mullen, Hillary. who looks Even like the, a president.
1: Yeah, Hillary looked like a president to me.
0: You sure but, she has the stamina? <laughs>
1: I'm sure she would have been so much better. And I can imagine that if she had been the president in this film, <laughs> she would have probably, like, kicked butt and taken names.
0: Hillary during the, nine, during the like, 1981 Hillary or 2000? Or
1: 1997 16. Hillary. Because this takes place in 1997. <laughs> or 2017 Hillary. I don't know. I'm gonna say 1997 Hillary because she was kind of like, oh fuck Bill, but we gotta do this. You know, that's when she really probably got into 1997
0: her, like, Hillary in this movie. I'm trying to imagine
1: that, I can imagine it, and especially if you look at the like the last scene again. I'm not gonna say anything, <laughs> yeah. but I can imagine <laughs> that her in those like last couple scenes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the last showdown on the bridge. I can see that being.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the conservative's dream, (laughs) conservative's nightmare. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess it's we've sort of been talking in circles for a little while. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So ratings, I I would give this a low three. Um, if you love cyberpunk, you'll you'll love you'll like this movie, um, if you're watching a John Carpenter marathon, put it in it. Um, but it's not a movie that is is life-changing. It's a little fun, but it's not nearly as fun as um, the other John Carpenter-Kurt Russell combos, like The Thing or um, Big Trouble in Little China.
1: Yeah, I think I would agree. I'd give it a... Um... Except I'd give it a high three, probably, Um, because I think it. Yeah, if it's up your alley, you definitely should watch it, but it might not be up your alley. So pretty much the same thing you said, but for some reason I feel like it's not up your alley. It's
0: not a. It's not a bad movie. It's just yeah, there are movies that you would find more enjoyable.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's was not painful at all to watch. A nice change of pace recently. (laughs)
1: yeah for sure
0: okay cool matinee matinee
1: manatee manatee
0: have a nice day